Here's Miller and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. This is Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Miller and Condon on a Thursday, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. It's Trent Condon and Ken Miller for the next couple of hours talking sports with you. BMW of Des Moines guest list shapes up like this. We will, at the bottom of the hour, preview Michigan and Iowa tonight uh, with uh, Tom Kakert from HawkeyeReport.com. Going to move him up a day. Wade Looking Bill had a uh, conflict. He'll be in uh, with us tomorrow. But Tom Kakert at the bottom of the hour will catch up on football, catch up obviously on the game tonight. There's press conference yesterday with Coach McCaffrey. Caitlin Clark dropping cuss words on the floor, getting teed. What a joke. Not her. The fact that the officials thought that this was worthy of a technical foul. I'm sure we'll get into that at some point. Uh, but Tom Kakert only guessed an hour number one. At 12.15, the voice of the Minnesota Vikings, Paul Allen, will join Trent and I for 10, 12 minutes or thereabouts. We will preview Wild Card Weekend, Giants and the Vikings. That number opened at three, and that sucker has stayed right there. Been a lot of movement uh, regarding some of the other games. Uh, to be fair, once the word came out that the starting quarterback for the Ravens and the Dolphins will not be able to answer the bell in their respective games, that certainly caused it to move. But the Giants and the Vikings have been steady at three. Paul Allen, voice of the Vikes, twelve fifteen, And then David Kaplan, really timely that Cappy had to push back to today because we've got some Bears news we'll start the show with, with the commissioner of the Big Ten Conference, Kevin Warren, moving back to the NFL one step Closer to Roger Goodell's chair is how I see it, uh, but he was instrumental uh, in the uh, building of U.S. Bank Stadium up in the Twin Cities, and now with the with the Bears rather on the cusp of having their own stadium uh, being built, perhaps that had something to do with it. But Kevin Warren leaving the Big Ten and back to the NFL with the Bears. That's your squad. What are your thoughts? I don't have a lot of deep thoughts. It's it's the president. He's not going to throw a touchdown. Right. Now, one thing that we have heard throughout the years is that Ted Phillips, as it pertains to football matters, he's not a football guy. He's a business guy. Correct. And one of the reasons that many people point to in the ineptitude, and people look at, of course, the ownership, and you have the Hallis family, mm-hmm. I have you Virginia up there mm-hmm. at 100 years old. 100, she just turned 100. Just she turned not? 100. Yeah. So you have that component. And then you have- Do the, you want to live to 100. Well, if I'm still getting around like Virginia, absolutely. Okay. Uh, with my lifestyle, I'm going to guess that's not going to be the case. Right. <laughs> probably not going to be the same, but uh-huh. yeah, if, if I'm moving around like her, absolutely. Okay. Probably not going to be there. How about you? A little closer to it than you are. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no, I don't think I do. I don't yeah. I, I don't know. I guess we'll cross that if bridge. You're still going to NFL games nonstop, right? Well, uh, we'll see. Yeah. We'll right. see. Anyways. Uh, but, but Kevin Warren uh, gets the gig. How will he be remembered at the at the at the Big Ten? I think for uh, the television contract, I know that a lot of people will point to 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no handbook. <laughs> there's no handbook that he and and let's be clear. Uh, did he uh, say some things? Some missteps come out of his lips? Yes. Um, was he answering to the presidents of the respective schools? Without a doubt. Mm-hmm. It's not like Kevin Warren got up and said, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. Damn what uh, they think. Uh, we're doing it this way. Um, he answers to the school presidents were some of the things uh, that he said uh, come back to bite him. Yes, they did. But I think the television contract bringing in the – we don't know how it's going to work, USC and UCLA, how that expansion will go over. Um, but uh, I, I think for the most part, 
positive? I think so. Passing grade, if nothing else? Now, how difficult was doing a TV TV contract? When you have the Big Ten? When you have the Big Ten. I mean, you can look at it that way. I think you what you have to do, Trent, because there's going to be so many opportunities, you have to pick the best one. Mm -hmm. It's not like you're groveling on hands and knees, you know, with a with a with a media company begging them to find clearance uh, for your games. I mean, he's got a pretty he's got the trump card. He's got the ace for God's sakes. This is not like you're trying to sell the Summit League, right? (laughs) It's a little bit different, right? And the universities and the fan bases and the alumni bases that go along with Mm -hmm. it, and Mm -hmm. on and on and on. And we'll see how it ultimately ends up. Financially, obviously, great. But I want to see what these windows look like. And also doing it on broadcast television. He thought he took the thoughts of the NFL and brought them to college sports, mm-hmm. where it's not just about getting the most money and maximizing. It's also about being on broadcast television. Yep. As we see this changing demographic, and as more and more people have cut the cord, and DirecTV, what are those numbers going to be now without mm, Sunday ticket? And you have that component of it. I mean... The reason I, I would say both of us probably still have direct TV. No, it's one reason. It's, yeah. the, it's the Sunday ticket. And now with that, is it time to start to look yeah. at a YouTube TV? Is it time to start to yeah. look at And you have your hockey component. Mm-hmm. Well, how many of those games now are on ESPN Plus? Yeah, most of them. Right. And and figuring out that avenue for you, boy, we can go from a direct TV bill mm-hmm. of $250 a month. Mm-hmm. We can pay 100 a month. No, I'm, I'm with you. Look, I get the Jets broadcast. I want I want my hometown broadcast, absolutely. right? And I get that on ESPN Plus. I want to hear Dick Bremer. Well, we're seeing changing landscapes happening there. But back to Kevin Warren, he took everything that's going mm-hmm. on in this landscape yep. and said, you're going to be on NBC, yeah. and CPS, and Fox. And I appreciate that. As, uh, you yes. know, and so do you as the you know, cloud screamers in the room. Right, yes. The, us old guys, right. we're just flipping it on. Uh-huh. You've got an antenna. You can catch these games. And there's so many people that have cut the cord, but also know you've got to get one of those you know, $20 uh, dishes Sticks will, or whatever. Yeah, that you can yeah. get in yeah. and you just... Plug it into your TV, and away you go. And TVs are so reasonable now, I yes, mean, absolutely. price-wise. And you have that component that makes it that much easier now to get all of these games. I think it's going to work out incredibly well. Now, you also look at the schedule, and you say, boy, NBC this week, they got Michigan State-Purdue. I mean, that's yeah. a primetime game. Well, a couple of times it's going to be. That's going to be the case because there's only 16 teams. They're not uh-huh. 32 like the NFL True. when you're putting these schedules together. But that aside, I think this is going to work out incredibly well. Not just the financial aspect of it, but just getting in front of, front of eyeballs, and you're going to see that be big. Well, look, Amazon, uh, the Thursday Night Football numbers were down. It yeah. wasn't on TV. Not they didn't have a great schedule. Nope. They had good broadcasters. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, you know, at least for the time. Not enough of us are programmed to go to a... Uh, streaming service to right. watch our sport yet, yet, yet. Now our demographic, sadly, <laughs> every single day there's you know you scratch a few of those people off of it. Yeah, uh, and, and there'll be a time in the near future that everybody's programmed to get their consume their television that way. Saw kind of going hand in hand. So ultimately, I think yeah, it'll be looked back fondly as long as everything mm-hmm. goes okay, and I, and I don't see any reason. Another thing that you have to also remember this move to the twelve team playoff. Kevin Warren was also at the forefront mm-hmm. of saying, this doesn't just go to ESPN. Right. This is not, yep. we are going Shop to it. open this up yep. for bidding. And not only the bidding that looked like it was between two at the time, it was going to be between Fox and ESPN, and maybe they'll split it. Well, now that NBC has Notre Dame games mm-hmm. and the Big Ten, mm-hmm. you don't think they want to play off game or two? in the college football business, Trent. You don't think CBS yep. would love to have a game or two? Right. And then the streaming companies putting in their bids. He opened that up for the college football playoff, and it's going to help college sports in general.
because of that ability and getting them into the forefront of college athletics. So I, I think ultimately it'll be looked back fondly. But yeah, 2020, it was a mess. The worst part about it, and the thing I think that really was a negative for him, his son's playing at Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. They're playing football. Mm-hmm. And yet the Big Ten is sitting on mm-hmm. the sidelines. Mm-hmm. It was difficult to swallow somebody sure. basically talking out of both sides of the mouth. Right. If his son would have opted out, the conversation would have been different. Mm-hmm. But it's okay for your son to do it. Right. It's not okay, though. But again, he's answering to the president. He was, absolutely. Yeah, and we know that, got, but yeah. I'm talking more generally. No, you're right. I mean, yeah. he got he took the, all of the arrows, oh, but yes, everybody's got a boss yes. for the most part. You're right. There are very few people that don't. Uh, he does. He had a bunch of them. He had 12 of them mm-hmm. uh, that he answered to. Um, 14 of them that he answered to. So anyways, that's the, that's the latest news there. The AFC Championship, should it involve the Bills and the Chiefs, is going to be played at? Did you see this announcement? I didn't. Uh, Holtus was right. He kind of tipped his hand yesterday that he's hearing Atlanta. Uh, and that's where it will go to Mercedes Benz Stadium in Atlanta. And I think Holtus's point, um, the proximity kind of not in the middle, but between Bills fans yeah. and Chiefs fans to get there. Yeah, huge airport. hub to fly into. It is. It's a huge hub. It's yeah. a Delta hub, right? I think it's it a is, Del- yeah. the Hartsfield Airport. Flown in there a couple of times. I never had the nightmares that a lot of people have. I haven't either. No. Yeah. Times I've been there, uh-huh. it's been smooth. Now driving through Atlanta, whoo, that is different. Now I, yeah, uh, where did I? What's the town, the, the little suburb of Atlanta that I stayed in? Macon. No. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I should have remembered though. But um, anyways, I know how it is. Yeah, it, it's going to get worse, right? <laughs> Just to let you know. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be played in Atlanta if it does indeed involve those two teams. Of course, if it's the Bengals and the Chiefs, uh, then it'll be played at Arrowhead Stadium. Yeah, you know, and that was something that I didn't quite. I, I read it differently. In fact, I saw last night the article that I'd read as this first came out, and at the time. I uh, took a screenshot of it because I was surprised. This was from CBS right after everything was going on, and they made the announcement that it would be neutral field. And at the time, it said, any scenario that involves the Chiefs as the number one seed and facing the Bills or Bengals in the conference title game right. will result in a neutral site. If the Bills and Bengals play in the divisional round, that game would be played at the higher seed. That came out initially, and then, for whatever reason, it stuck in my mind, and there was some kind of adaptation, uh-huh. some kind of change, but uh-huh. initially, that was what was said, right? Yes, you're, you're right. It was. Any of those three teams mm-hmm. play each other in mm-hmm. the conference championship, it'll be played at a neutral yep. site. What changed? I, that's the part I couldn't... <sighs> when it changed, but it did change ultimately, because, uh-huh. as Mitch told us yesterday, that's the way well, it will be. Well, because the Chiefs won an extra game? Two extra games? Because the, but the Bengals the, had a game taken away. Right, but that only would have got them to 13. Yeah, I, I guess that's and right. And the Chiefs yeah. were 14, yep. so... Yep, that, that has to be the reason. I think that, yeah. Uh, that if ha- the Chiefs would have lost, obviously. Right. Different conversation. And I thought that uh, the Raiders would give them all they wanted. That wasn't that the case happen. this past weekend. Uh, Derek Carr has said goodbye to, uh, uh, to the Raiders, so he's moving on. This offseason, man, mm-hmm. buckle up, because... There's a litany of quarterbacks. Tom Brady. Here we go again. Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Tua. Is he able to I mean how many shots to the noggin, to the brain? Uh, how many brain injuries uh, is too many for him? And with the uh, weapons that Miami on? has, are you confident going into a season with him as the quarterback? That's or are you bringing it. in a veteran? Uh, maybe even a step up mm-hmm. from a Teddy Bridgewater If you're the type. Dolphins... You have to take that into consideration that he may not be there. If there's not a lot of suitors for a guy like uh-huh. David Carr, just say hey, the Colts draft a quarterback, Texans take a quarterback, they're just they're looking young. 
Mm-hmm. We're not going to do that filler thing. We're not going to do the Matt Ryan thing from this year. Right, yeah. If you're a team like Miami, doesn't make sense then mm-hmm. to go out there and get a David Carr, knowing if two is healthy, he's our guy, but you go that but direction. But is he healthy? And, right. then, and it's a contact sport, and mm-hmm. you probably be a pretty good chance that, unfortunately, he's going to take another blow at some point. Mark Jackson doesn't have a contract he in doesn't. Baltimore. Is he gone? It's does, not helping week, his case. Does this weekend tell us he's out of there? It's not helping his they case. They can franchise him, correct? I don't know the I believe they can. One I th- more I think time, I heard that. Yeah, I think they have uh-huh. another franchise tag that they can place on him. It'll be huge money. That doesn't mm-hmm. matter. I mean, the, the money But is, it's a one-year franchise thing. That's right. what matters to the, to the players. Yeah, we saw the... <clears throat> Well, at the time, the Redskins, Washington do that at the time with Kirk Cousins Mm -hmm. and back-to-back years where, are we overpaying for him in the single year? Probably. Mm -hmm. But we don't believe that he is worth a five-year, $150 million contract at the time. We don't think that long-term he is the answer. So we're going to roll a couple more years, see if we can develop a guy. Maybe things fall apart. We get a high draft pick. Whatever it is, you go that route. I I would anticipate that would be what the Ravens do. But... How much of a pain in the butt is he going to be, Lamar Jackson, after this? And hey, he's not playing. No, and, and couldn't get a contract done prior to the season. So right. where does Brady end up? If, uh, first thing Fox. to pop into your head. You think he goes to TV? You think he's done? I think this is it. Really? I think they... I did a early season. I don't anymore. I think he wants to play. So where does he go? New Orleans. With Sean Payton? Yes. Going back home? I think so. I absolutely think so. Hmm. Where does Rodgers go? Fox, <laughs> Las Vegas. Okay, to play with his with his guy Adams for a year. Uh, okay, or two. I see you. Yeah. Um, where does Derek Carr? Now Derek Carr could be this year's Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. Matt Ryan, I think, was long. Matt Ryan had a really good career. Washington. Okay. Okay. Seemed like a spot. Yeah. I mean, they they took Carson Wentz this year. Yeah. And had to go back to him because mm-hmm. yeah, that was a mistake. Heideke played his limit, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, th- there's limitations to his game. As much as I liked him, you could see when it got tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, arm strength, yeah, he's fun when he's running around and making plays. But there's just there's a certain ceiling that you have with a guy like Taylor Heineke. Do the Niners move on from Trey Lance? Well, do they move on from Brock Purdy? I don't think they do. I don't think so either. I think he's going to be rookie of the year. He's going to be rookie of the year. What did, what was his price after? Do you remember when we talked about this at one point early in his yeah like in his we, meteoric rise? I think it was after the second week, and okay. at the time he was fifty to one. What's was he really? Boy, that already went really short. Uh-huh. Because and he's going to play five games right. or five and a half games yeah. because of the injury. Yeah, he's got five and a half. That's true. And well, it's still at fifty to one. I mean, is this going to continue? There's going to be that clunker. It is going to depend on how this plays out. I'm interested in that game a lot more as the week has gone on. 49ers Seattle than I thought I was going to be. What? What? what why so? I know Seattle. You think Seattle's going to give him a game? I kind of do. Do you really? Well, it's a divisional game. How many yeah. times have we seen this? No. And yes, the old adage: it's difficult to beat a th- team three times. It's not. No. If you look at the numbers right. historically, yeah. it's not difficult. If you're better than a team, it's easy to beat them a third time because you're already better than them. Mm-hmm. And that's certainly the case here. But there's just something about it we haven't seen that clunker. Out of Brock Purdy. Okay. And a team that knows the system, knows it inside and out. Pete Carroll drawing something up. I know the defense isn't mm-hmm. very good. It's just, there's this lingering. Time. I know I'm grabbing the points. When we make our picks tomorrow, I know the, the Seahawks will be a part of it. That is definitely going to be a game that I have circled going into the weekend. And that, it's just that always lingering because every quarterback goes through it, right? You don't just go through and dominate. 
from start to finish. It just well, it you hadn't until now. Right. It doesn't happen. No, normally it doesn't happen. What Peyton Manning throw? Twenty-seven interceptions in his rookie year. Is that what it was? I think that that was the number. I keep going back to John Elway lined up under the right guard. <laughs> it wasn't his first football game, and he was so shook up he lined up under the guard. And yet, and that's yeah. a true story. Look it up. Brock Purdy out there, yes, dominating. Um. How many dogs do you like this weekend? Is We know you like one. I like the Seahawks. I like the Giants. But I'm getting nervous because it feels like everybody likes the Giants everybody this weekend. Does, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's a big stay away for me. Do you know? like Baltimore? I don't. See, somebody bet $800,000 at Caesar on, uh, and, and took Baltimore and was only getting six and a half at the time. Yeah. The number's up to nine now. Did they think they had some info on Lamar, maybe? Well, they might have, uh, because it came out later he wasn't going to play. But why not wait? He was, he, he, they took Baltimore. I like, of the six games, four dogs this weekend. Do you really? Seahawks, mm-hmm. Jags, Giants, and the Bucks. Well, this will surprise you. I like most of the... What? <laughs> How's that gone for you this year? No, not well, Trent. Uh, with one exception. I, I think Monday night, I think Brady's going to find a way. I do, too. I think Brady's going to find a way. I won't touch the Saturday night game. I'm too invested on the Chargers. Um, I'm with you. There's too much Giants love out there. I Mm -hmm. think the Vikings find a way to get it done. Miami, Buffalo, mm, that's a lot of points, man. That's just under two touchdowns. How are they going to score, though? Skylar Thompson is awful. How do they score? And did I see Micah Hyde might be coming back? No, he's not. Is he? I thought... I thought they designated him out for the year. That's what I thought, too. Uh, let's That's see, huge, if there's any truth to that. All right, open I practice. know Slater's coming back for the Chargers at some point, if they get past the, this weekend. Uh, the uh, former Northwestern Wildcat and anchor at the left tackle position for those Chargers. That's huge. Let's see. This is from the Buffalo News. Yeah. Uh, laughing. He was back in the room. He was on the practice field. And on Wednesday, the Bills open Micah Hyde's 21-day practice window. Team also opened up the practice window for Jamison Crowder. McDermott said Wednesday that neither will play Sunday as they take on Miami. Well, makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're going to win that but one. But there's a chance. Practice Wednesday, Hyde did win in the red non-contact jersey, went on the injured reserve back in September. We know that. And Hamlin was on the field because of the injury to Micah Hyde. Right. Wow. Hmm. I he is such a difference maker. Mm. I thought he was done for the year, Trent. I That's thought... what I thought, too. And I thought I heard that yesterday. And I'm like, oh, that can't be right. Uh-huh. Well, sure enough, the window is open and a possibility of him returning. Going back to Miami, what's the most they can score? Short of a defensive touchdown or you know a pick six. 14? I don't think they can get there. I'm I think not ten, sure they can 10 either. was the number that I had. Okay. In fact, I, I might be looking at a team total under this weekend okay. on Miami. Okay, what is the wonder what that is? Yeah, I'm going to look that one up, too, because that one's pretty intriguing. I just don't know how they can score. And mm-hmm. Buffalo's going to be fired up, and DeMar Hamlin's probably going to be there. They're going to get that extra jolt. And, of course, the opening kickoff last weekend, and how amazing that was. This thing looks like 38-10. Yeah, I think I, so. You know I don't like playing favorites in general. Right. And I definitely in the NFL hate laying points. This is a situation I think I'm going to be willing to lay for points with Buffalo. You're not going to play every game. Well, of course you are. <laughs> I mean, I mean there's, there's only six. Right. So that's when you start looking at, well, what else can we do? We'll get some team totals here. All so right. money line parlays. What, what, what would the – put the favorites together. Uh, Niners – put the overwhelming favorites mm-hmm. together. Niners, Fish, 
Bills, you mean? Bill, uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, Niners, Bills, and um, Bengals. Niners, Bills, Bengals. So I bet that one yesterday on our TV show. That was before the Lamar Jackson when we were doing our script to come out. I got it at minus 105. Today? Well, yeah, you got to pay more than that. Minus 152. Jeez. That you price, got it at the right time. Yes, absolutely has gone up in a big time way. What if, uh, see, I'm not I'm trying to add another th- cinch to it. I'm, I'm not that confident with anything else to go that direction. I just, those three, though, boy, feels even better. And I think mm-hmm. also when I first did that, I don't think they had officially ruled out both Tua and Teddy Bridgewater. Right. And now we know it's Skylar Thompson. Did you finish your uh, your work on your uh, exactties, your Super Bowl exactties? No, no, I haven't had I anything. I, I got into it last night. Even more? Yeah, I, I you had like stop eight myself. on the TV show and yesterday. I, I, I doubled down. Oh, I doubled no. down. Um, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, over under Miami Dolphins touchdowns one and a half. Uh huh. I'll take the under. Total points. Uh, da, da, da. that's odd or even. We don't want that. Team props, passing props. So many props out there. As we talk about all the time, uh, team score, team score. Not seeing any team scores right now. I'll find it at some point, but I'm going to guess that number's what, probably 13 and a half, something like that. Yeah, under two touchdowns. Yeah, yeah I would think they want to uh, keep it under two touchdowns. All right, we'll get a break. Tom Cakert would, uh, will join us when we come back. Uh, we'll get into Michigan and Iowa tonight, see if there's any news that came out of yesterday's press conference, see if there's any news uh, regarding the football program. Uh, has Ference. Um, said when he's going to have his press conference. He hasn't. So both Tom Caker and Chad Leistikow both said earlier this week they anticipated it was going to come late this week. Yeah. Thursday. Right. Nothing's on the schedule. And both of them also said it looks like it'll be maybe something next week. What do we read into that? Is that they're still working, moving pieces inside uh, the coaching staff, or hmm. Kirk's not ready to answer the questions about not making a change? I want to think it's the former. I think it's the latter. <laughs> I know you do. Uh, time out. Miller and Condon back with Tom Caker from uh, On3 Media. Um, well, it's still Hawkeye Report. It is. It's now On3 Media. It's not part of Rivals, and I know that special, that sign-up special, uh, is still ongoing. Uh, quick time out. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. bets off. Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. Welcome back, 11.30, Miller and Condon. We're on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. With you here until 1 o'clock. Hour number two, the voice of the Minnesota Vikings, Paul Allen, will join us at about 12.15. David Kaplan uh, at 12.35. Right now, Tom Kekert, uh good enough to uh, help us out a little bit here today as he moves from his normal spot on Friday to Thursday. Thanks for being flexible, Tom. How are you, Tom Kekert on 3MediaHawkeyeReport.com. Um, doing great. Just uh, just going to announce that I'm going to be the next Big Ten commissioner. It's oh, wow. already done. I would have thought they yep. might have taken a little deal. bit more time, but um, you know, maybe call Jim Phillips or somebody. But it's Tom Kaker's. So I change change my my location of job. Actually, change my job this time instead of just move to a new place. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> so, what do make sense, Tom? Um, if you thought of a couple, of, Phillips is obviously a guy that uh, I think you know now the ACC. I'm sure he's happy there. Body can't be happy with the television contract, the media no. contract that uh, is an anchor to that conference. Quite frankly, uh, how about a couple of names? Have you given it any thought at all, Tom? Um, Phillips is the only guy that really comes to mind to me. Just mm-hmm. he makes so much sense. He's a Chicago guy. 
you know, he grew up in Chicago and he wanted the job last time. He could hit the ground running. All the major players in the conference know him and like yes. him and respect him. Excellent point. It's, it just makes like perfect sense that he would be the the person that you uh that you would approach. You know, I saw a list that um I you know, I think who was it? Uh Nicole Arbaugh from mm-hmm. the uh Athletic from, uh, the Athletic yeah. and she threw out Gene Smith and I thought that was an interesting name huh. too. Okay. I thought that was interesting yeah. because he is he is among the most powerful athletic directors for sure. How old is Somebody he now? On our message board, throughout Barry Alvarez, but Barry's like seventy six. Yeah, he's yeah. too old. I, I, is, is Gene he's, Smith he's maybe too? His grandkids around. <laughs> right, that picture at that point. Well, Jesus, that was brutal. Uh, how old's Gene Smith? He's older than I am, I think. Which doesn't necessarily eliminate mid sixties, late sixties. Probably, probably mid sixties. I would guess. Okay, uh, not a bad name. Ten years ago, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't I think know. You kind of want to hire somebody that's going to be there long, right? Term. That's just you it. Know, like you can feel like like we got a good decade with this guy, right? Or gal, yeah. or woman. You yeah. know, you know. I, um, I of course threw out AJ Eads on Twitter, which <laughs> was mainly just to throw some shade at pet anger more than anything else. <laughs> nice. What about? Uh, I know a lot of a lot of Hawkeye fans are going to uh, put forward the name Gary Barda. Just because oh, yeah. they, they would like a change there, um, but he doesn't. He's not qualified for that, is he? No, I don't think Gary would. Um, I don't think they would be interested in Gary. No disrespect to Gary, I just don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think he he fits into that into that job. Um, what about frankly, the guy that Gary's probably Gary's probably um, you know he may retire here in the next few years. Mm. You know, yeah. he may want to get out of it. The guy that started the Big Ten Network. Silverman. Yes, Mark thank you, Mark Silverman. Silverman. What about that name? That's an interesting name because he's, you know, way up on the food chain uh-huh. at Fox now. Oh, is that where he is? Okay. Yeah, and that's, you know, the media rights are everything right uh-huh. now, as we know. So he might make some sense because that's kind of where you gotta where you got to be. You know, you got to be in the, the media rights are the number mm-hmm. one Thing for any conference commissioner now. It's just everything else pales in comparison. Gene Smith is 66. Is he 60? Yeah, he's probably too old. Yeah, probably What's the so. new commissioner have to do, though? TV contracts are set. Expansion is set. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the, kind the of a show-up th- job, the right? Biggest, <laughs> the biggest thing that's going to be on their table is, I think, probably figuring out the how the conference is going to look in terms of divisions mm-hmm. or no yep. divisions. and. Yeah. What Schedule. they're going to do there, and you know, maybe some advocacy in the uh, new structure of the college football playoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, yeah, because the media rights are done. Work with the women's Stanton. officials to allow them to allow players to say the word "damn" without getting teed up. That's, that, that, that's embarrassing, not for Caitlin Clark. That's embarrassing for whoever, whatever official that was, and for the league. My God, as David Eichel put on Twitter, and rightly so. I mean, if, if can you imagine somebody in the men's game saying that and getting teed up? Come on, it happens all the time at the men's, right? Mm-hmm. And it's usually directed at another player. In her case, she was beyonded herself because she missed a shot. Yeah, I just it's. Yeah, I brought up the officiating to Fran yesterday. I heard the question. I was glad you did. I was glad you did. It was a good answer, too. Because so many coaches are complaining about it. You know, um, uh, when 
Micah Shrewsbury is one of the most mild-mannered people you'd ever be around, and for him to get up there and just go on a rant about officiating just tells you everything you need to know. And, and I know there's a lot of coaches that are really frustrated with, with the officiating, but Fran, Fran seems to be happy with it. <laughs> you know, it's, it's uh, uh, what did he say? They're, they're still the best officials in the country. Yeah. But, Got a real high bar. Under his breath, he's saying, uh, but they're still bad. Right. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't make them good. No. <laughs> Get a guess. No. We're not going to see Courtney Green out on the oh, court on Carver not. tonight? Please, no. I, I hope not. The last time that Fran and Courtney Green had a blow-up, I believe it was a long time between the next time I that we saw I think you're him. right, Trent, now that Do you, you remember it the same way, Tom? It had been a while since I've seen Courtney. Um yeah, I can't remember when it was, but yeah, he's right there with Ted Valentine. Um, <laughs> and I'll tell you, the the Iowa players, and I think they've talked about this on various podcasts and different things, Paul Selk, they think Paul Selk's got it in for him. Oh, really? Mm. And when I saw that crew go out there the other night, I was like, holy buckets, it's like... <laughs> and there was a player that I, I won't name that I saw yesterday at the... At, um, at Carver Hawkeye, that we discussed that, and he goes, "I couldn't believe it when I when I saw the list." <laughs> Can you share his number? Well, I, I think uh, he's got a beard. His dad might be the coach. Um, um maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, okay, maybe. Connor, yeah, he is very uh, forthright in his thoughts on officiating. On a lot of things. I mean, yes, on yes. field of sixty-eight, as you pointed out, I think it was last week, Tom, when you were with us, he didn't hold back. Not at all. No. You know, we talked last year. Margaret doesn't want to become a coach. He's going to become a coach. Mm-hmm. How 100% does that? Then he's going to be a coach. Yep, hundred percent. He, I think he's going to be excellent. I, I really do. His temperament, his ability to see the game. Yeah, it's a step in a different direction, but I think he's going to be excellent. Do you see him having a role as a grad assistant right away at Iowa, or is it time for him maybe to spread his wings a little on. bit? I hope he moves on. Yeah, you know, I, I know that's something that um, you know, just talking to. Fran a little bit about it. Um, that was one of the things that he talked about was that maybe Connor, he, I think he kind of wants to encourage Connor maybe to go somewhere else mm-hmm. for a little bit and kind of get away from home and mm-hmm. kind of see the world a little bit, you know, uh-huh. outside of what, what happens with Iowa basketball. And um, so I, I think that's probably his next step is to, Spread his wings a bit, go be a grad assist or something, or you know, uh, director of basketball ops or something somewhere else, sure. and, and then kind of move up the ranks a little bit. Well, Fran's sixty three. He goes out grad assistant for two years, assistant coach, number three guy on a bench, gets up to be number two, number one assistant. Eight years, Jack will be graduated by then. Jack McCaffrey. It kind of can just take over, right? Yeah. Well, that was just the section right. play just they had down, in football. Just down the hall is head coach Brian Ferentz's <laughs> office. Is well, that where we're I would, I would like to, uh, yeah, I would like to campaign a little bit for uh, a guy who's already on the bench, and Mr. Matt Gaten. Yeah, so. there'll be a lot of people that want yeah. that job That's when it comes for open. Sure. And Fran has got this program back to what they were under Dr. Tom. I, I get in this argument all the time. All the Sweet Sixteens. Dr. Tom had eleven years between Sweet Sixteens and had one when he didn't have a contract. After BJ and Roy and Ed Harton left the program, this program is back to the same spot it was throughout the whole '90s. People just don't want to admit that. Is why is that, Tom? I know you see it on the message board too. Why do people? Yeah. they have this illusion of Doctor Tom and this program that 
frankly, was not what people think that it was. McCaffrey has them back to what they were. Yeah, and and honestly, being at the Dr. Tom level is not a bad thing. No. Water finds its level. That's Iowa basketball's level. Yeah. It's, um, you know, it's like uh, making the, uh, you know, the Outback Bowl. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what it is. You know what I mean? It's just, it's a nice level. It's Mm -hmm. an Iowa level that you feel good about, you know, that they can... um, is it is it the Rose Bowl? No. Is it the Final Four? No. It's not Detroit it, either, <laughs> right? It's yeah. It's not. It's not. It's not being home for the holiday, right. or, or even worse. You know, at least you're <laughs> yeah consistently playing in March. Do you want to have? Brand's uh, the first guy to admit that they that they need to make the Sweet Sixteen. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was one of the frustrations last year. Is just kind of laying that egg against Richmond because I think they thought they could maybe make the sweet 16 uh, with their draw. So, um, yeah, it just, it's so much of the NCAA tournament is a crapshoot. It just is. It's just, you know, you have one bad shooting game and you're going home and that's what happens. Indeed it does. Well, let's uh, get to the here and now, which is tonight, six o'clock ESPN two has, it. if you can't be in front of your TV, it airs down the hall here on news radio, 1040 WHO. Uh, it's Michigan and, uh, they're big. So how old Dickens is what? Seven one. Is he, how, yeah. Seven one. Seven one. Seven one. And here he comes and, uh, Rebracha awaits and company and Murray awaits. Um, this is going to be a good game, Tom. This team has turned their season around. Peyton Sanford right at the head of that list. He's been terrific uh, as of late. Rutgers have, uh, came back, and they won a road game last night, right, against Northwestern, I want to say? Northwestern, uh, yeah. McCaffrey said it was almost a perfect game plan, that they executed the game plan to perfection uh, last uh, last Sunday. So how do they uh, continue this uh, upward trend right now and uh, put Michigan in the win column, Tom? And I think it is an upward trend, and I think it really started maybe the second half of the Penn State game where they came back after that. I think they were down mm. 18 at half mm-hmm. and closed that out and almost almost won that game. And they've gotten their offense going. And I think with this team, and it's probably a theme with a lot of Fran teams, in my opinion, where they're really good uh, – they, they're better when their offense is clicking, but when the offense goes south, Sometimes the defense goes with it, and then they just really struggle. And so now they're they're back to scoring a little bit. Having Peyton Sanford hit shots is just huge for this team because they they just don't have a lot of outside shooting. And you know, in games where they've had under seven threes made, they're just not very good. Uh, so you know, hitting a, hitting a bunch. Not like did you guys see how many Penn State hit last night? No, no. They hit eighteen threes Ooh, against Indiana. Jesus. 18 of like 31. I was watching the game, and every time I looked over, they were bombing in a three. I saw they clobbered them. I didn't look at the box score. Yeah, it was unbelievable. The um, the 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 number 10 kid. um, Oh, the Spencer. I think his name. uh, No, that's that's the Rutgers kid. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, Yeah, but this kid just—I think he had seven threes last I looked. Andrew Funk. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, I just you know. Michigan's interesting, but they're a young team. I wonder how, you know, Jet Howard and, and Doug McDaniel and, and guys like that are going to react in a really hostile atmosphere uh, in Iowa City. Uh, I, I just, I like Iowa's chances tonight. I think they're, they're in a good position to maybe win. You know, it's so funny because I think, you know, last week 
you were looking at the Indiana game down 21 and you're 0 and 3 and you're staring 0 and 4 right in the eye and then mm-hmm. um now you're looking at maybe 5 and 3 yeah. by next week season saver it was it was teetering on the brink at that point uh and it went yeah. the right way uh any more basketball trends you want to uh when when are you guys going to hear from Kirk Ferentz you know earlier this week I thought we might hear from him today but um then he's kind of just kicked it to maybe next week um, where we'll hear some stuff. Um, you know, I think he wants to get out there, talk about next year, talk about the coaching staff. Um, I, I still don't expect, you know, at least as of now, uh, could change, but um, I think everybody's going to be back at this point. So, um, you know, I know that's not what Iowa fans want to hear, but... I'm just doing. I'm. I'm just. Uh, just sharing the news, not. Uh, not endorsing it. Right. Is the New England situation? Is that what maybe they're waiting on to see? Is Belichick going to bring back Bill O'Brien? And of course, dominoes fall there. Bill O'Brien, Brian Ferentz, close, and a lot of people connecting those dots. Is that maybe what this holding pattern is? Or Kirk just doesn't want to answer the questions about his idiot son. <laughs> <laughs> I. Th- I think they're just trying to get everything lined up at this point is what I've kind of heard is that they're just, um, there's a couple things they've been kind of trying to figure out. And I want, I think they want to get all that figured out before, um, before they go before cameras and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of say, everybody's back. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Doubling down again. When you double down the first time and it comes up bankrupt, you don't get to double down again. Unless it's Kirk got credit, I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, I, I get it. I know people are frustrated. I, I, but I think there's going to be, and Gary kind of hinted at this. I think there's going to be some metrics that they're going to have to hit, um, and and then it's kind of sink or swim after that. Well, that kind of job security, boy, how nice was that? How about the pressure on Cade McNamara to deliver, right? (laughs) Right. Holy mackerel. How about that portal, Tom? Anything percolating? Um, You know, right now it has gone pretty quiet after they missed out on the two wide receiver and the the offensive lineman this week. I think you kind of – there's still a lot of people in the portal. There's still a lot of wide receivers in there. There's still – a lot of different guys. I know they, um, the kid from Syracuse, uh, Alford, that put his name in and then withdrew his name. Um, they were in on him right away. And um, we're hoping maybe something would get going there. And he'd kind of be perfect for what they need because he's a guy that can kind of take the top off the defense. So, um, you know, you just keep poking around and hope you find somebody that, that uh, is going to be a good fit. You know, uh an interesting one. I saw a couple of fouls from the coaching staff on Twitter, a couple of portal people. The Alford kid from Syracuse entered the portal, and then it was like 12 hours later, took yeah. his name back out of the portal. It's back out, yeah. What is that? Yeah. What, you, you got, got paid. Must have, uh, you got paid. You got paid? Conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe something <laughs> financial occurred. Hey, did the NCAA, um, didn't they come out with, uh, they're, they're clamping down on the number of times you can transfer? Didn't I see that they passed something yesterday as far as the second they, time? They can they can keep trying to do that, and I think they're just going to end up... Wasting money in court? Time. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, they're just, 
how can you I, on paper you can say yeah we're going to make you sit if you do it um a second time or a third mm-hmm. time but eventually they'll just say well we'll sue you and that um god what's his name nick mars or somebody or there's one yeah is, that represents all of them yes that represents all of them. Yep. He shows up in court, and then they say, "Well, you go ahead. We'll yeah. just make an exception for you." Yeah, uh, is, should uh, should Harbaugh be worried about buying a hamburger for a recruit in today's day and age? <laughs> I mean, can you believe that they're actually moving that forward for a hamburger? It's ridiculous! It's absolutely. Why wouldn't nice. you just admit? Yeah, I bought a hamburger. Well, that's a, you know what, Tom. That's a great point too. Why would Why would you lie? Because he's a weirdo. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, like, it's like why yeah. deny that you did it? Just that's say, "Yeah, I bought point. a hamburger." Yeah, good Do point. Me. Who cares? <laughs> right. How's things going over at Hawkeye Report with the new digs there over at On3 Media? A couple weeks in now. How are you feeling? Um, everything is good. You know, we've uh, had a great response to our our offer of $1, get you in for, hmm. until football season starts. So, uh, and it's been just, <laughs> you know, I think what I'm learning now is with the portal, it just there's never a dead period. Mm. I mean, and and I know people are like, well, they didn't get any wide receivers, and they didn't get enough, and they didn't get this thing. Portal season is not over. Right. There's going to be another opening in the spring. And remember, there's you know Charlie Jones left. Yep. In in like May, May. June. Yeah. Yeah. Left, left late, and so there's going to be another rush of players after spring ball when guys get to hit the reality. Yeah, they might be giving me some NIL money, but I'm not going to play. You know, they want guys want to play. So there's going to be another wave of guys. There's still a bunch of guys out there. So, um, you know, I think they'll find some people. Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com, part of On3 Media. Again, the, the uh, dollar to sign up offer good until football season. It goes through when, Tom? Is there a, um, is there a, ra- I, a rush I have to get no it? No idea. Okay. <laughs> I think it's going to be up for a while. So, but but take advantage of it today because I don't know when they're going to say, "Hey, we've had enough of that." Good stuff, Tom Kaker. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, guys. Yep. Appreciate it, Tom Kaker. HawkeyeReport.com, part of On Three Media. We're going to throw a curveball here, TC. I love throwing curveballs. I know you don't like that. You love structure in your life. You don't like things changing. You like people same time. Well, we uh-huh. got Tom a little bit early. Uh-huh. Let's do Claxons a little All bit right. early. Two eight four five nine six six. We got four games for you. You make the picks. You get the most right. You get thirty five dollars. Two Claxons. Second place twenty five dollars. Dialed up right now. Two eight four five nine six six. I see you're nervous. Over no, already. I'm just trying to figure out what NFL games we'll put in in the tiebreaker I think is going to be Michigan and Iowa tonight. Oh, that's points. a good one. So if you haven't played in the last 30 days and you want to win some barbecue, normally do this in hour number two. It's right now, 515-284-5966. First four callers play for Claxon's Barbecue. We come back. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3.com. Miller and Condon, welcome back. Five minutes before noon, Claxon's Barbecue Giveaway. Before that, Iowa State has a special teams coordinator. What? Yes. Jordan Langs is his name. He's the running back coach and special teams coordinator. I didn't think we'd see that happening. That is good um, news. Indeed it is, I think, for clone fans and uh, and that unit. All right, uh, Claxon's Barbecue online, ClaxonBBQ.com, ClaxonBBQ.com. Andy and his team at Claxon's been serving barbecue in Altoona for over 25 years. 3131 8th Street Southwest. Brad, Eric, David, and Jim. Brad, you're up first. How are you, Brad? 
Good. How are you doing? Doing fine. San Francisco's the nine and a half point favorite over Seattle. Give me Seattle to cover. Jags are getting two and a half at home to the Chargers. I'll take the Chargers. Okay. Uh, Bills, 13 and a half over Miami. No Tua, but I think uh, Miami plays a close under division game. Give me, give me Miami covering. All right. Cincinnati, eight and a half versus Baltimore. Cincinnati. And tiebreakers, total points tonight, Iowa, Michigan. Closest without going over, Brad. 154. 154. Thank you, sir. Have a good weekend. Thank you. Uh, um, just got a text from Paul Allen. We have lost him. Oh, no. That stinks. I love having people. I do, too. Um, oh, well, we'll, we'll, um, we'll find a time. Absolutely will. Eric is with Miller and Condon. Hello, Eric. How are you? I'm doing good. How you guys doing? Doing fine. All right, let's uh, get into it. Uh, San Fran, nine and a half over Seattle. Seattle. Jacksonville plus uh, getting points from the Chargers. Two and a half of them, in fact. I'll take Jacksonville. Bills laying 13 and a half versus the Fish. Uh, Bills. Cincinnati an eight and a half point favorite over Baltimore. Uh, Cincinnati. Tampa Bay. Our Tampa Bay tiebreaker is uh, Michigan and Iowa tonight. Total points closest without going over. 131. Eric, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, David is next. David, you're with Miller and Condon. How are you, sir? Good. How are you guys? Doing fine. San Fran's a nine and a half point favorite over the Seahawks. Ooh, gosh, and I'm a Seahawks fan. <laughs> it's bar- uh, it's barbecue, take- though, David. It's barbecue we're talking about here. Um, yeah, I know. I'm taking. I'll take. God, I, I, <laughs> my friends will kill me. I'll take San Fran. All right, Jags get two and a half from the Chargers. Uh, what was that? Two and a half? Yep, Jacksonville gets two and a half points. Uh, Chargers. Uh, Bills give 13 and a half to Miami. My game will be closer than people think. Um, now I'll, I'll stick with the, uh, you know, I'll be different. I'll, I'll say Miami. All right. Cincinnati, an eight and a half point favorite over Baltimore. Uh, um, Cincy. <laughs> All right, tiebreaker: Michigan, Iowa. Total points tonight closest without going over. One six five. Thank you, David. Appreciate it. Yep. And uh, Jim brings Claxons to a close. Hi, Jim. Hi, guys. Uh, San Fran nine and a half point favorite over Seattle. I'll take the Niners. Jags get two and a half from the Chargers. Jacksonville. Bills thirteen and a half point favorite over Miami. Buffalo. Bengals give eight and a half to Baltimore. Baltimore. Total points tonight. Michigan, Iowa closest without going over is the tiebreaker. 148. Thank you, Jim. Enjoy the games. Appreciate Thanks, it. Guys. Yep. Take care. Good to talk to you. Thank you, Claxons. Claxonbbq.com. Claxonbbq.com. Good stuff. No consensus this week. Is it there? There's nothing to fade this week because when we see a 4 0 with our listeners, it's not that we don't like our listeners. It's just historically, <laughs> yeah, it everybody's going out. one way. You go back the other. None mm-hmm. of that this week. Split on San Francisco, Seattle. Split on Chargers, Jaguars. Split on Bills and Dolphins. And three out of four took Cincinnati over Baltimore. I would take San Fran and lay the points. I would take the Chargers and give the points. I think the Bills crush. I think Baltimore keeps it snug. What have you heard about Hunley? That he didn't practice yesterday. Anthony Brown is. We're going to see some awful yes. quarterback play this week. Skylar Thompson. 
and Anthony Brown. Mm-hmm. Those guys weren't very good in college. No, no. And now they're NFL quarterbacks, right. playoff quarterbacks. In the playoffs, starting. How would you like... Well, look, stranger things have happened. We right? salivate for matchups like this. Don't overthink it, people. There's a bad quarterback. Go against him. Uh, David Kaplan will join us at the bottom of the hour. That's too bad on PA. Um, but uh, we will reschedule Paul Allen. Hour number two coming up next. Trent's got some picks. He'll make those before we get out of here as well. It's Another dozen. Do you really? Yeah. Des Moines Sport. We should have moved Cappy up then. Uh, 106.3 <laughs> KXNO.